Hello and welcome <laughs> to Dickish at Best, a off-topic adult-oriented podcast where we do dirty stuff. No, we don't do dirty stuff. We actually, to you know, the point other. of this podcast, since it's still pretty new, I guess that's worth putting in here, is to have three friends get together, shoot the shit, talk stories, talk about things that are happening, be it pop culture, just things we want to talk to each other about or whatever, uh, and we do it with the lighthearted nature of you know, we can get serious, but we can also have some dumb, lighthearted jokes or crazy jokes or off-the-wall jokes. That's why we're not assholes. We're just dickish at best. But with that said, if you want to find us, you can do so every other Friday on video format on YouTube. Subscribe and you can hit the little bell notification to let you know when this video goes live every time if you like to watch us. If you want to listen to us instead, you can do so via most of the podcast services. Uh, by the time this is ready to go up, we should be on iTunes, no problem. So um, it looks like there's a lot of funny stuff happening I'm over just, here. I just now realized, by the way, I'm Saul Bridges. staring at himself. I'm Saul Bridges. You guys may know me from Triangle Squared. <laughs> yeah, Saul and I are hosts on a PlayStation-based podcast called Triangle Squared, and then we have our buddy here, Blaze, who is going to be a staple on here unless uh, his wife murders him, which we don't know. That could happen. That's very possible. Do it. No, I, I don't know, man. Anybody who's willing to get that kind of a mullet? <laughs> I was, your wife has a mullet? Oh, she does have a mullet. Have I, you not seen Jess in a while? No. Okay, well, there you Last go. Last time yes. I saw Jess, I walked in on her in the bathroom. I think it was Thanksgiving. <laughs> but okay. no, I was laughing because she said, click the bell when we know when you know when we go up after just saying every other Friday at 5 p.m. <laughs> I guess so. But look, there's just a way you rock and do it. But uh, anyway, what's been up to this week, fellas? And I put that Playing hard a lot of Destiny e on too. that feller. Playing a lot of Destiny 2. We did play Destiny 2, but this is not Triangle Squared. So we're not I know, that's about... what I was referencing. I was like, we kind of talked about that on <laughs> Triangle Squared. Did anybody do anything of interest this week would be the Absolutely beginning point. Absolutely not. No. no, not at all. Worked. Uh, one thing that I guess we could talk about is the fact that, uh, and I just think it's funny anyway, if you watch the last episode, anybody who watched the last episode will know that there was a point in the thing where we were, I'm not even going to say we were messing with Saul as much as Blaze and I both somehow in our minds inserted Heard a pause, a pause in somewhere a where there was absolutely not one. Now, it's funny. We went back and watched it, and it was like there was totally not a pause there. <laughs> it was Blaze absolutely and I not a pause there. <laughs> both heard one. Well, you see, Brett, me and you are on the same frequency. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Same way, way we're on the, on the same yes. spectrum. Oh, the same. Whoa. <laughs> I, now that's... That, you know uh, the thing where everybody's like, we're just all fucking wavelengths, man. And we're just the world's one wavelength. And we see things and everything's made of waves. The funny thing is, everybody at their point, at some point in their life will say some shit like that. Where it's just like... I am young, but I have mastered what the world is. The world, you know, man, like I remember whenever we were teenagers. Oh, no. You remember Christian, right? Oh, yeah. We were in the back, and he was, of course, smoking pot. And he's like, man, you ever think about it? It's just like we could be like, you know, that ant that's on that blade of grass? That's <laughs> us to someone else, bro. And I was just like, yeah, you're a 17-year-old who's figured out the entirety of how the universe works. With no issues. What if he's right? At all. He could be. But I think it's also quite, it shows a lot of bravado to want to be like, I already know everything there is to know about the universe and how it works because I'm so enlightened. Now, the bigger question about that, and of course I talk about this stuff well, all the time. What if just ranting and you're assuming you knew everything, so you're being a dick? I'm being an asshole. Uh, no, but no, uh, backwards. even then, <laughs> I, it's not that. What I'm saying is I just think it's ballsy for anybody to realistically he i mean he said that so it's it's it is the what if 
But I mean, a lot of times people will do those based off of things that we do scientifically know to some extent, right? It's like that is very likely found in the fact that we know the universe is incredible, or at least if you want to believe scientists, we know the universe is incredibly <laughs> large. We're just a very small part of it. We're a one planet, one solar in one solar system, in one galaxy, in a multitude of galaxies i'm sorry i'm laughing it's just each time it's like oh yeah this is a shoot the shit podcast well you see while you're (laughs) (laughs) well i mean but but, religion was created in 1312 (laughs) i get what you mean but i just think it's funny it's like the assertion there is that he said the what if in the sense no the assertion insertion Uh, you gotta be assertive not insertive uh (laughs) But yeah, it's just to be able to look at it and be like, I assert that this is a possibility because I'm just that smart and I know everything. It's not, I guess everybody has that point in their life where they let their ego get to a point where it's like, and it's not even that it's a normal ego, right? It's not like, oh, I'm the smartest. It's like, I have reached the max because I'm allowing myself to be the subversive of who knows what the max potential of the world is. Are you keeping up with this? I don't understand how we got here. Yeah. Nobody understands how we got here. I think Brett just had something on his mind he needed to get out. Well, no. It's... <laughs> so have y'all heard of the conspiracy theory? I think about him talking about that ant every day. That fish sticks come from mermaids? Years. Have you ever heard the conspiracy that gay fish love fish sticks? No, but hold on. Is this... why? A, we can't start this podcast every time with a conspiracy. No, you but do secondarily... It. Yeah, let's... You let's secondarily... Well, you already started us into Joe Rogan territory, which naturally comes with conspiracy theories. And aliens. Uh, but hold on. Do y'all more... believe in aliens? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I believe... Not aliens in the sense of the little green man, but aliens of the fact of intelligent life, sure. Somewhere outside of all us. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I think... It makes sense. Like, we're such a large galaxy. Have you seen the... It's a numbers game. Have you seen the Air Force reporting UFOs lately? Have you like seen recently? Tom DeLone? I hear, DeLong. A, I hear there's a place Whatever. called Area 51. No. Oh, Lord, Saul. Oh. Uh, but, I mean, you know, it's whatever, I guess, is do you believe in something like that? I guess when it comes to that, the question is always funny. Is like, do I believe in aliens because I've seen them? No. But do I believe that there's a high likeliness that we aren't the only form of intelligent life in a vast, infinite nothing? Right, I'm not saying nothing, but, you know, a vast, infinite, whatever you something. want to call the universe, is that, yeah, at some point, the numbers would suggest that it's highly likely somebody else would have been around and be smart. Now, does that mean they would have ever reached out to us? Maybe we're further along than them, but even in then, if they're intelligent life and on another planet, they're still aliens. Right. So, I mean, technically, they're from other countries. <laughs> <laughs> He's been holding that in for... Depending on, I mean, yeah. Did you start this conversation with that joke in mind? No, I did not. No one started this conversation. I, I, I didn't think you st- understand how instantly went. Bang. I didn't start this conversation with anything in mind. I just had to get us in this conspiracy thought talk that no. we we did, always have. Do to you have. wish that we would have made this into a conspiracy. a conspiracy podcast? Not too late. No, I mean, technically, it could have a conspiracy corner part of the podcast. That would be the section, the conspiracy Ooh. corner, that we open up with every week. No, instead, it in, could be the same name. Every Dickish at best. <laughs> Somebody in Discord instead had, of dot dot dot, it's question, question mark? dot dot question mark. They were talking about um, in Discord about the Chuck E. Cheese thing I was talking about last week, and they're like, "That's totally true," but I forgot who said it. I think I'm it not was, saying it's true because I don't want to be sued think, by Chuck E. Cheese. I think it was Kiki, but more importantly, I didn't realize how big a that had gotten. Oh no, back dude, it got then. massive. It got like two months, three months ago. Whenever yeah. Shane Dawson did that video, there was like people on Reddit and Twitter and other places just like. Ordering Chuck E. Cheese pizza for the sole purpose of seeing if it's misshaped. Of a gotcha moment. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be the gotcha journalist at our local Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> well, see, Sorry, the... you, you can't wear a GoPro in here. There's children. 
Here's the thing. I am American citizen. They actually they actually joked about that. A are lot you too. trying to hide from the conspiracy? What are you hiding, sir? I just work here for eight dollars an hour. Leave me alone. It's, it's funny you brought that up because Shane Dawson's like, I'm a 30 year old man with a camera and Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> but yeah, it's like I, I don't really know. Yeah, I didn't watch the Shane Dawson video, but I guess the other thing is I didn't realize how big stuff. of a YouTuber Shane Dawson is. Dude, he's been a big YouTuber for like 10 years now. I never At know. Least. I didn't even know Jeffree Star was still around until I walked into my bedroom one day and my wife was watching Jeffree Star and I was like, oh. That dude's a piece of shit. He stayed relevant. I don't know anything I about don't him. Oh, uh, dude, yeah. That could be just a camera personality. Yeah, I mean, that's what it all, half the time is, right? You, I don't know. You remember the hit song, the no, no, Kick I'm Off about Stilettos? Like, like there's him. Was there's, that him? I, th- I believe that was Jeffree Star. There's videos of him <laughs> just casually throwing away the N-word, like just casually. Really? Yeah, at people, too. Like, at other people, insulting them. This was like, yeah. Wow. How are you still famous? Like when people make little minor missteps when cancel culture is so big. Like, And he was trying to almost be part of it with the whole James Charles thing, which is way over my head. I don't even know. Because I know nothing about makeup. The most I know about James Charles is I knew who he was just because he was young and Hannah was watching him one day back here when when she would still come in the game room and watch YouTube while I was gaming. So I'd look over. I was like, who is this like 16-year-old man? who is doing makeup. I looked at, okay. And then she was like, oh, this is a kid. He's gay. He's been doing this stuff. I was like, okay, cool. And apparently he bought a mansion like really quickly after YouTube money. He started his thing. <laughs> I'm yeah. dead serious. Like, yeah, YouTube money and probably brand so money. Essentially, that's as much as I ever knew about him. So then they're like, and then they said something about Toddy. I was like, or is that her name? Toddy? I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. See, so I was just like, I have no clue what's Dude, going on here. Yes, watches nothing but makeup videos on there. Hannah, that's all she does. It's like, that's watching nothing but... but yeah. Uh, us watching nothing but gaming videos. I, mean, I don't I really mean, do that either. Yeah, I watch. But, I've been get, watching more of Howard, Howard Stern lately. Didn't he move away from Sirius? I'm pretty sure he did. Yeah, and on to is he on YouTube? He's on a weird new format though, like where it's like I I, I don't know how like the history of his show, but he first of all it's really weird to see him without sunglasses on. Second of all, it is like he's way far away from the guest. He's like 15 feet away from the guest, and they sit pretty far apart. Where is what, he behind like a DJ desk? Like he, uh, he's behind like a desk with like a like six monitor set up or something. Like it's like he has like six monitors to the, his right. Yeah, I don't know about that one. That's weird. Yeah. You no, know, one I of the things I is. well, did, you don't know who Howard Stern is. Uh, well, hold on, for real? You don't for know real? who Howard Stern is? Oh, dude, he's like one of the original podcasters. Essentially, well, like, that's what I was going to say. Do you consider him to be a podcaster well, or more radio, of a traditional radio person? Kind of the same thing. Come, I mean, I've the heard the name, age. but yeah, I've never he's, listened to any of it. He's, he's a guy, like, he, he's done a lot of things on his shows before, and some of them get out of hand, but him and I think Kevin Smith. Isn't he like are, a... Uh, yeah, the Smodcast is like... One of the originals, yeah. Like, goes way back, but... Technically, Howard Stern was doing radio talk show before, which is kind of what podcasts have evolved into in a weird way. Oh, okay. You, he's yeah, they've yeah. used him in movies and stuff. Let me yeah. see that picture of him because does he have the glasses on? Yeah, yeah, dude. Now dude, hold I'm on. Telling you. There's a picture of him without his glasses. I would have never yeah. imagined his dude, eyes look like that. His hair shorter. It's just it's a weird change. But I've been watching a lot of stuff on like, especially now that I've gone back really into Destiny like full time for whatever game I'm playing. It becomes natural to have a podcast on and like. I kind of recycle the same Joe Rogan guest over and over again. Like I watched McCoy Culkin's again because that was a really, really good episode. I've watched Tom DeLonge like four times now. I've watched <laughs> I watched all Mark the Duncan Trussell ones. 
The Duncan, Duncan Trussell, Trussell one's yeah. great. I love Duncan Trussell. I'm actually sad he's not been on in a Theo while. Theo Vaughn as well. I think he's only been on, what, three of them? Two of them? Theo? Yeah. I don't know. Theo's, I think Theo's twice that I like remember. Two or three times. Yeah. But, so, but that's... But it's always hilarious because he drops the best jokes. And then Joe's just like, mm. Dude, yeah. <laughs> well, do you want though? Hot Ones was good. Theo? Yeah. Oh, but as far as, like, Blaze's thing, because Blaze has said that, and I went back and watched it, I was like, he's right. Because I'm normally kind of half listening, so I'll hear something, I'll just laugh and keep going. Uh, it depends on what I'm doing, but... I'll think about it sometimes. Sometimes we'll be in the middle of a podcast and you'll be so focused on what podcasting is and like trying to keep your focus on what you want to talk about that small things that get said will actually, it definitely the way Theo says them where they're like oh, meant yeah, to be just, slid under jokes. Yeah, <laughs> and I think Joe misses them not because he, I, I think it's almost like in trying to focus and listen, but also get to the next point he's wanting to get to. Sometimes some things just go and don't register because it's just like, trying to stay on focus because one of the things about podcasting that gets really interesting is trying to do exactly what Joe talks about sometimes, which is like, listen to the other people, try and remember things that bring up in the middle of conversation that you want to talk about. Uh, or if depending on what you're talking about. So if it's like a free flow, like when he has comedians on there, it's great because it's, it's more of like what this is, I think, or what we think this is trying to be. Of course, we don't really know until we go back and listen and, and give it more time. But when he has other people on, it's like, he has to listen to them, let them explain their side of whatever it is they're talking about. And then if there's something that comes up, he tries to hold it until there's a spot where you can tell they're at a, a stopping point, And then he can be like, before we lose this, can we go back and talk about what exactly this is? And depending on how important it is, he'll try and like stop them for a second. Just be like, Hey, for those who don't know, can you explain what this is so that the rest of this sentence makes context? But I mean, I don't know what the thing about that is blaze. You have like essentially zero podcasting experience on a real consistent basis. Do you feel any of that weird like background pressure in your head of like pay attention to what's being said, make sure I'm responding, and then other things like trying to find like your podcast voice, which is not talking a certain way, but it's projecting, projecting a, a, a specific way where you're you're trying to stay a relatively smooth volume across the board. Um, I mean, as far as talking, I just I'm so mon- I'm trying not to be monotone because that's just naturally me by nature. I don't, yeah, I don't boy, I think too. I have you beat. <laughs> <laughs> your brother, your brother has us both beat. Yeah, but he beat. can. But the thing about Blaze is, but well, what I was going to say is the only thing I'm having trouble with is trying to. I want to be like, hey, you know, slow slow down, like because you you kind of bounce. We're me and you both are, have talked before how we're bad about bouncing around. So yeah. I noticed you doing it. I just, but you know, you can't just stop someone else talking mid. Be like, hey. <laughs> I mean, sometimes you can, I guess. It, again, it depends on what it is, but how strict do you want this podcast to be? Is it just meant yeah. to be saying stuff and joking? And subject matter matters in yeah, that sense. But your voice thing, what's funny about that is that Blaze has had to focus on that anyway. I don't know if we've ever told you this story, but Blaze and I have worked at the same place off and on time and again. But specifically, there's one person at the place I still work at and that Blaze no longer is at, where one of the people would always think that Blaze was being like super mean to him I'm, and I'm because he's just like flat. So they'd call him. He's focused. He's in the middle of driving around town and blaze already has monotone, like to an extent. And so then when you're focused, you're... it gets worse. So Lisa would be like, I need you to do this, this and this. And blaze is like, okay. And then hang up. <laughs> Not even that bad. I'd be like, okay. You know, but I went, I mean, I guess they just got the wrong idea. Well, she's incredibly sensitive. They read the, Oh yeah. Oh, well, yeah. they read the tone. They tone of your voice wrong. I guess it happens. Guess it, happens. it does. I mean, and I agree, that comes down to what you grow up with. You know, my family was just, it was real, just, you say what you want to need to say and you get it out. Oh, yeah, you blunt. Know, blunt, yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, I don't see. I shouldn't have to be make her anyone feel better about something as simple as being like, okay, this is my her job to tell me what needs to be done. Okay, <laughs> like or I'll try or I'll try to do that. Yeah. Well, then that's the thing too of any job when you go in, it's like. For some reason, if you just say, I'll try to do it, that's also hostile for some reason, instead of just saying, I'll get it done. Like, well, well no, I'm well, trying that, to be that, honest. That comes to personality issues with them as opposed to. <laughs> that's true. But some people will be like, well, I'm well, your they boss. Wanna hear, they, want it, they want to hear what they want to hear. And I'm just being, I, I, I am not dishonest. I will, you know what I mean? I'm like. I think it's important. In know, I am very. Well, that's why you always say, I'll try my best. Or I'll try my hardest. Like, not say, I'm oh, going to no, do I'll it. Say, I'd, I'd yeah. say that too, though. Well, no, I, I know, just to avoid, like, because at that point, if you say that, then anything that they they expect to be done that doesn't get done, and they're like, well, I thought you were going to get it done. It's like, no, I literally told you I'll try my hardest. I know. I'd, and then it becomes I'd, their problem, because it was their problem to, for misreading you. Oh, yeah. yeah. Anyway, that's a long rabbit hole discussion <laughs> as far as that old stuff well i mean when you think about the the way that goes anyway the, it's just a, the differences of personalities and i think some of that might have been that like and that even ties into like the way a podcast like this should work and part of the reason i always thought it'd be cool to add you in is that saul and i already have a rapport on camera and on mic that we understand each other so we know how to relatively bounce between each other i still interrupt him sometimes and i and i constantly part sometimes. of sometimes sometimes <laughs> hold on what I mean by that is that when I, even when I do, I feel like, and if I haven't, that's fine. I, really, I'd rather you tell me, but I feel like I have gotten to a point where when I do interrupt you, I very quickly try and say, I interrupted you also. So no, go back and lot. try and I think, finish. I think something we have to worry about, at least from a triangle squared perspective, is like we focus on one thing too much. And like when it becomes, I notice that sometimes we'll be talking about something for way too long and it's, it, it gets on my nerves, which means it's going to get on the viewers nerves. because if I'm, I'm already like, say like this past week, we did the community thing. We did that for more than half the episode. Mm -hmm. And it was just kind of like, well, we're rehashing the topic from last week. So we need to like kind of not go through this quickly, but you know, make, you know, go through mm -hmm. it at a brisk pace or go through it at a pace. Like where we're not drawn out to make it a whole nother topic. Kind of like what we did. And I think that like, uh, you know, for those like, like that listen constantly, like Corey, Kiki, and, and everybody else in our Discord, when they hear this go up, I'm kind of curious as to what they'll think, but they'll this will go up on their Discord Friday, even though it doesn't release on this coming Friday, right? No, Monday. Monday of the week. That way it just gives gotcha. us time to... That makes yeah. sense. I mean, um, it's just... a. It seems fair to me. I mean, yeah, it's, get it five days early. Yeah, I mean, at this point, every Friday is something, and yeah. then every Monday is something. Yeah. So it's just kind of like Monday and Fridays you know, check in to YouTube for us or SoundCloud. But uh, yeah, like it, it's, it's not even something, I think what it is, is it's not bad conversation for us. It's potentially bad conversation for the viewer. Yeah. And it's going through something that they have already listened to and that they may, you know, we're having fun talking, but that's something we would do, you know, in personal or in person, to, mm -hmm. in, in person. And I do think that it comes down to uh, keeping in mind, like what they're thinking or what their potential of their thinking is too, because like now, it's just kind of like we're talking about, we're jumping topics a lot. Some people don't like that, but then some people don't understand that like this is a more free form and this doesn't really have a structure of any kind. It kind of just jumps topics naturally mm -hmm. and it kind of just progresses that way and for an hour and a half, two hours, whatever it may be. And I think that that's something that we can't help. But then there's something, there's some things that we can help, like staying close to the mic or not cutting each other off. Or, well, even or, the jumping topics, I think that can be helped to an extent because there's, there's a difference between being talking about different topics and jumping topics than 
leaving a lot of stuff unfinished. Because me and Brett have discussed it before. We're really bad about it. Like, well, outside of this, just talking. Because me and with other people around, I think you might have observed it before. We will talk about something, and we just automatically assume the other person knows where we're going with it. We do that stop. all Yeah, and me just, and Brett do that all the time on, yeah. on Turtle Squared. And, um, Which I feel like is a layer of, and that's why I think that that's, sometimes I want to expound because I'm like, the flip side of what you were just talking about before we lose that of like trying to be mindful of what the other person who would be consuming the content would be doing. Well, this other side of that too is like you have two sides of that same coin. So it's like one side is in the moment of listening to this episode, how do they feel about what we're talking about? But also the flip side of the reason that that exists in the first place is to try and give a community input in the show. And yeah, I think that you're probably right on that episode. We probably went a little too far into it. And I think some of it is that like we've talked about in the past of, I do have a little bit of a feeling where like right now I feel like we're at a good size where in my mind, I'm like, I try not to leave anybody out, but we realistically should probably try and, and some, some of that might also come from the fact that we don't read them prior and maybe we should read them prior so that we can compound how many times that somebody says the same thing so that it's easier to just skip it and go, well, the infamous has already been talked about instead of even just bring it up again. We'll just go and, and, and try and rotate well, if we see we similar to, names. Well, I think that if we're going to do that, at that point, we would already be reading select ones or fewer ones because mm-hmm. we would have too many. But then that would uh, in, instantly, like, without even having to bring that up, that would kind of flow into conversation anyways because we wouldn't bring out Infamous because that wouldn't be one that we technically picked. Right? Yeah. So, like, that would – because it because we did talk about it prior. Or, like, there, well, there's, you know, two being infamous. We don't bring up the second one at all because we, we talked about it already. Mm-hmm. And people know that there's a chance that theirs won't get read. But the problem with this is that it's too inconsistent for us. Like, there's – it's kind of what we talked about reader mail being, like, I don't know, six months in where we had to start picking three or five or whatever we did. Because we were getting we so were getting, many. Well, we were getting so many in one week, and then we are getting, like, three the next. And it's like, we need a consistent number. Like, we're going to read three or five. Yeah. And then that way it's going to be the consistent each episode, which we could do for community. Like we will read two a piece or something. Yeah. And um, see, that, that, I think that that's the thing about podcasting is trying to, it's a on any given podcast, trying to listen back and understand things that you could potentially learn to make the podcast better. And we're going to have to do that here as well. Yeah. It's, it's going to be well, even like here. We don't go. have to have designated topics, but if you think of something during the week, that'd be good to talk about or bring up that way. There's no complete random moments or, you know, say dead zones or what have you. Well, this goes, like, oh, oh, did some funny happen at job, you know, write down what it was that way. And if you notice that we're going toward potentially a lot, you know, just kind of a randomness and you can say one way we can get that back on is notes. If we get to them, great. If we well, don't, because like right the conversation's yes. so good, then it, we just keep going with well, whatever like we're conversating about. You know, if anything did anything this week, I'm like, well, shit, what, what the hell did I do? This? <laughs> I don't remember doing anything this week. Well, my my week has really been uneventful, but technically, that's what I kind of told. Uh, we're, we're saying to you guys that when, when we talked about starting this was that there's a lot of times in which you you go almost into everything thinking too much about it because naturally, at least for me, I'm going to talk about things that have happened to me to y'all anyways yeah they would just yeah. be using it on the podcast and um, well and we don't see each other outside of this much right, yeah sadly and that's partially because we do this so often right which is not bad it's not there's it's, definitely friends that don't see each other at least every two weeks yeah. right and i mean we see each other more often than that actually thankfully but you know it's more like i see blaze typically around once a week unless he gets a package shipped here and in, in your situation, like you're saying, stuff that happened to you, if you're going to tell it to us anyway, we always kind of pictured this show as getting together and shooting the shit. And the idea of what that really stood for was... It's really just hanging out with mics. 
Exactly. Yeah. What we already always did, where was, we would just sit and talk for a couple of hours and just say crazy crap and all stuff that happened. The fundamentals behind Triangle Squared. It's like we got up and talked about PlayStation games every weekend. It was like we exactly. I recorded it. Yeah. But I do think that there is a there's a big problem there too. Or I say we've talked about it before, in which that it almost became not work, but it it didn't become hanging out at that point anymore. It became like getting here, getting our topics ready, and everything like that, to where we weren't really casual. And, and I friends. think you're right. And I think that's because of Triangle Squared's structure right yeah triangle squared structure is we have segments that we move through i think that that works i think what we talked about with that that kind of was the fuel for that even though that's morphed and the format doesn't support it as much i think this format supports it as well it's just some of it's going to be getting used to doing this style of podcast when we're so used to doing something that's formatted and has a specific topic that we come into each week. Right. This is going to be more of coming in and letting the thought process that we normally get caught in with Triangle Squared where we need to know where we're going so that the format can hold. And in this, there really isn't a format. It's about getting together, letting those that thought block process go down to where we aren't coming in and even saying something as simple as like what I said coming in of like, did anything happen? It probably shouldn't even really be that way. It should just be that we're getting together. It's naturally talking yeah, about it. Yeah, and I think that that's, some of it's going to come from Blaze forgetting couple. that the, the camera is there as much as we have learned to do that as much as possible. And then this is still different for us. So this is still like, I'm a little more thinking about the fact that the camera is here is because this is a different setup yeah. for us. So it's like, I still have to get used to this. And I don't know if you're going through that at all, but I mean, not really. I'm just kind of sitting. However, like the camera's going to be facing me in this position right now. For mm-hmm. a, just like, trying this to get way. comfy in this damn chair. Yeah, dude, this chair, like, I don't know what it is, but this chair hurts my tailbone. Yeah. I'm like, I keep falling. I had to raise it up. I'm about to get a butt cushion. It's like, it does have a triangle square too. Like when I have to get up and stretch, it's not only because of my back mm-hmm. and, uh, it's just, it's my butt. Like, uh, you uh, know what? You guys buy all the chairs. Also, why, why do you need a butt cushion? <laughs> Man. From all that chair. pushing? All the pushing. All the pushing. From you know, the butt I do cushion? have something I was thinking about earlier that I was going to talk about. Um, I know you, that you will have input for it, but I, I know it's necessarily something you don't do. <laughs> okay. So our pull down for triangle square just, uh. It flipped over because of the pressure. But, but, that was hilarious. Scared the fuck out of me. I'm not even gonna lie. I hope <laughs> was like, pull out the nine, <laughs> drive through, blah blah blah. But anyways, um, so I know Brett doesn't watch a lot of movies, but like what I was thinking about it as we were talking about it last night, me and my wife were. Um, what 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 are some of y'all's favorite horror movies? And I know like horror, yeah, like horror, horror. horror. Like, horror. 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 Your yeah. mother's a You're, whore. A horror movie. Horror. Horror. Yeah. Horror. Horror. Anyway. Horror. Is that a South thing? Is that like a Southern thing? Horror. It is. It's like R. Like when people say, you worship no. the devil. Or you're. No, try to say. You worship. I have to say this very clearly. Try to say iron. 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 What iron? Iron. Iron. Oh, oh. Oh, I put the R. Yeah. I go Iron. Iron. So does Kyrie. When you know one of but our that, favorite local a, restaurants, that's is, a southern thing. Well, so is like Warshin with the R with the R on it. Yeah, the, the or with the or <laughs> with the I R. Hey, iron is a or. I mean, not, I don't think that's southern. If anything, that would no, be it's southern. That would no, be it's, over it's, it's, pronunciation. It's, it's, you know what I mean? No, that would be more like looking that, no, at it from a literal it, standpart. It's, it's like it's, it's like saying Warsh. Well, see, the, for me, instead of wash, my example like I run. I can't even fucking do it. I run. I run. Iron. There was Iron. something we were doing in an opening for one triangle square that I couldn't get. It was like our, yeah, I can't remember what it was. Something. Either. It was like are we are or our are or something. It was weird. Well, just to be real, I completely say iron. Well, <laughs> hey, hold on. <laughs> what, what you're saying was we're saying it with an R as a southern thing. I almost never hear 
anybody say everybody just says I'm going to Ironwood. And to me, iron well, is well, say, southern. You're in the, you're you in say the that south. with an accent, though. Yeah, that, that's, that's the way you just said it has a southern accent to it. You just can't. You hear just it. you don't because you know that's how, what I did it on purpose word, as a southern accent. That's something. That's what I hear how, people say. How it. often does the word iron come up outside of a lot when, of like, when, when I go to Ironwood all the time? I'm talking about Ironwood. outside of being here in the south. Like if you. Well, next time we're in how hey can you can you say iron I, say what the this, fuck are you say, say, it's say, iron but, <laughs> well see that's what I think I don't think that saying it with an R is necessarily an, exactly a southern thing I think it's like and Kyrie might be getting it from me I I can sometimes I'll say iron wood like iron wood with the R being more notable but see and part of it's like when you're trying to analyze yourself saying something it's like the scene in How I Met Your Mother where Ted's and he's like bowl bowl back to horror movies but yeah back to horror movies (laughs) scary Uh, movies spooky movies what are some of y'all's favorites we were we watched this one uh, it was a really like campy one and I can't even remember the name of it now I don't care for campy well I don't really normally either but like we well how campy very campy it was like Corey will probably know the one I'm talking about no no horror movie though but I'm saying but like if you took Power Rangers and put it in a horror setting, well, that like, style of campy? It was, what it was, was uh, it, it featured the a clown. You mean campy? Campy is like, um, almost like it's cheesy. cheesy on purpose. Oh, okay. Uh, or it's cheesy for the sake of being cheesy. Which is, that's why I use, the same word is used when you're looking at Power Rangers. Power Rangers is a campy action and, and it could also equivalent to like low budget stuff like that as well, where cheesy doesn't always necessarily have to be low budget. Mm-hmm. But this movie was like about a clown and it was what's <laughs> well, like a series of movies with the same clown in it and it, th- this movie was really weird where it was it was one story of like this babysitter who uh, was babysitting this kids on halloween and they found a vhs tape in their halloween bag and they watched a movie well it wasn't actually like it was three separate short films and they, they all featured the same character and it all became one overarching kind of story like where it actually even bled into real life with the babysitter in them and so to make sure I'm understanding and following, I don't know if Blaze had the same question or not. Maybe I just, it's one movie, but the movie is three stories that make up the entirety of the movie. Yes. It's almost like a movie called trick or treat, which is the same way. And that movie is really good though. Okay. This movie was not bad, but it was just one of those weird ones. But we got to like thinking about it. And I did my, I did this thing like where if I get in a horror movie kick, I try to go find the horror movies and I couldn't like really find any that I haven't seen. And I was hoping maybe y'all have seen one or, know of one that I maybe not have seen and we could talk about uh, it. Or the maybe... last one I watched was the new Halloween a while back. Was that any good? No, no, not really. The only thing that was well done was there was a cinema, like cinematography, cinematography, <laughs> <laughs> analyzing words again, but it was a steady, it was a single pan shot or a single, no cut, no, no cut shot of or him going cut, around yeah. and that, you know, they go on Anyway, it was really cool. It was, an, it was a no-cut shot of him going through this one house. It was going through the whole neighborhood, and it kind of lined up really. It was really cool. Well so I, I like those kinds of movies. Um, oh, God. Or that dude, any kind of like any kind of shot that does that well like that. Because Birdman was all one continuous shot with a cut at the end. But you could See, really... I don't know what Birdman is. Is Birdman a horror movie? No. Or is it Birdman like a... is, um, and that was all yeah. Hallows' Eve for That's the people that Marvel was wanting to know. Uh, no, <laughs> technically it was Vulture, but uh, it's 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 a story about Michael Keaton, who is he's like a retiring um, play actor, and he plays in a, a character named Birdman, and the character actually comes to life, and it's like his alter ego, who's like kind of crude. So it's him. a thriller almost. No, not really. It's I really don't know what the drama. I guess kind of like it has Emma Stone in it and Edward Norton, and they it kind of goes on like with their 
like on and off relationship or like their relationship. It's been a few years since I've seen it. It's been almost since release. But it's I can't really describe what it is, but it's really good. I think the problem, the biggest thing here is like I don't watch enough movies, and I, yeah. I think that's why you said like you already knew going into it. Is like, I don't watch yeah. enough to know. I watch yeah, so I'm, few of movies that I don't really, I can't even think of notable horror movies, and I'm not even horror. sure that I completely, I know, I'm not even sure that I completely understand the genre. As weird as that may sound, I think well, sometimes that you can see it, but I think sometimes I view things about certain movies and loop them together in some ways because I. Okay, like the uh, I don't think oh you may have watched it. Did you watch uh, Us? No. Okay, Us is kind of more of a thriller. That's like to Get Out is a thriller to me. That's not even really a horror to me. It's just a thriller. But the thing about Us is that Us has got some of the things that you typically see in a movie like Halloween or something where it's like unknown people are coming up. Yes. Okay, I'm just making sure I'm on the same page. I haven't seen it. Yeah. So, um, but that movie, the difference is like going into it's like. Uh, it's not that the mystery all around like going through and what get out's premise kind of ends up being where it's more just about, uh, it's a psychological thriller. It's things that mess with you psychologically. And I guess in a sense, horror messes with you psychologically, but it's more about like, it seems like a lot of people view it. Is it like subgenres of horror? Then you get into it. Like, well, there's suspense, there's thriller, there's slasher, yeah. stuff like that. And see like, so what would you consider Halloween? Uh, a slasher movie. Slasher. That, that's what I figured. I mean, but I want to make sure slasher thriller, something like that. Cause it kind of has elements of both. Well, the music tied with like Michael Myers walking, it's very suspenseful and very, uh, it's sure. very thriller ish where you're sitting there. Like, what's he going to do? Who's he going to get? You I know, mean, is he going to get him? I don't know about somebody. the new, that's why I can't watch those. Guys. I mean, I watch them and certain moods. I enjoy them, but a lot of times like, you know what the hell's about to happen? <laughs> you know, every, yeah. I'm, well, see, and that's why I think to some extent, I'm not sure that I like the idea of a slasher. Cause for the most part, it's like, it's just, am I really getting anything out of this? What's the, they always end up having a story, right? Halloween's always had a story about why. So it's like Halloween's happening. And then there's also this tie in of, well, why is he doing this? What is his motivation? Well, and that was what was most wrong with the newest one. They introduced characters that you thought were actually going to progress the story. And they were there purely every time there was, they all had, were just there to introduce something. And then like, they know, you know, probably being killed like, by Michael Myers. Yeah, it's like these two characters. Convenience. Here, no, it's like you thought these two characters. Yeah, convenience. So you thought these two characters were going to be there to you actually learn something new. No, they were just there so he gets the mask. This one character, oh, well, this is going to explain the role. No, this is just how he gets out of this situation. Like they were just used, not instead of character development, they were used to just move the plot. Move the plot. Yeah. That's what I like so much about uh, Ritual on Netflix. It's like a Netflix original horror movie, and it's like it's what we've talked about so much before with cult horror, I guess is what you would call it, or um, not. I guess pagan horror. What is that called? Like where what? Um, <laughs> or not pagan horror? Like uh, ritualistic. Stuff? Yeah, ritual. Yeah, ritual horror or something. Which is funny because that's the name of the movie. But yeah, I mean, that's... it's it's what like what is that though? Like the that kind of genre of stories that's out deep dark in the woods there's people sacrificing other people and I, see that's what i mean i don't know that i watch enough movies to ever be able to purely delineate them in a way that most cinephiles would i think I get, yeah i guess and so. see like i guess when when is the point i think that when, when i'm thinking about it to myself i think i watch so few of movies that i am well under the average person but I don't know if that's true. No, that's not true. And that's the thing is that like, I think you're having to establish a label to it, but you don't have to. Well, no, I don't have to, but when people talk about them and be like, have you seen this? Have you seen this? Have you seen this? And it just goes through a long, and then everybody else I'm around, I'm like, yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that. I'm like, I've not seen a single one of these movies. Yeah. No, I, 
And now, if I and, go to the theaters, it's something that I want to see. Yeah, it's, like, I go to the theaters pre- once a year. Yeah, but you watch a lot of movies at home. See, and I don't. Uh, I essentially don't watch a movie lately. unless I watch it in a theater, and that's still very seldom. So it's yeah. like I enjoy movies, but they're not my main form of entertainment. Not even that's TV, not my main form you know of entertainment, what I mean? though. So what would you consider to be your main form of media consumption? And music is not a little weird. Video games or music, then probably TV shows. Like we well, watched. I mean, like put put games in because I think games can do the same thing, It'd right? It's, it's multimedia technically, but there's it, one genre that it stays under. Would probably be games, and then then See, that's what that's that it for me TV as well. Shows, and then I would probably honestly say books now that I'm reading more, and then it'd probably be t- movies at the last. So if you had to pie chart this, I'd say a percentage based uh, to an extent: eighty percent uh, games, fifteen percent movies, three percent books, or movies and TV together. You want to put those kind of together? or... No, I, I would say like eighty uh, percent games, fifteen percent shows, three percent uh, movies, two percent books. Okay, see, I think mine because realistically, how often I end up watching something, even to the extent of when I am watching a series, nine times out of ten these days, it's when I'm laying in bed playing something else, and it's just on in the background, something I've already watched, and it's only there to act as this weird sound buffer kind of like what you're talking about when you listen to a podcast while playing destiny because the game that you're playing like you don't listen to a podcast in destiny when there's actually new story content right no but as soon as that new story content which is up which is normally within a week you're going to play everything that there is once you're done with that then it's back to this game is built built upon mechanical basis. Yeah, so I'm going to listen to this other like thing that, as well. Enter the Gungeon and like Grand Theft Auto and stuff So for like me, that. I typically play the Vita in bed, and I can't think of a Vita game, definitely since it's become the indie machine, that you need to hear anything. No. So it ends up being this thing I, where I put something on in the background to be my sound thing that I focus on from an audio perspective, and then the rest of it's just mechanically focused in on the game. I may look up at the screen when I know something's funny about to happen because I've seen the show, but past that, that's how I do it. So I'd say my breakdown is probably like 95% games and then like 3% series and then like 2% movies that I don't ever read anymore. I honestly think that I've never used a handheld game, a console, with headphones. Like that's, that, that would, would be more advised to use headphones. Early on, I did. Uh, well, that's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm saying is because of Uncharted, stuff like that. You yeah, know? see, I didn't. Like Uncharted, Gravity Rush, stuff like that, I didn't. Gravity Rush, no, because there wasn't real voice acting. The music was still okay. I would just leave it up. But the games that had real mo-capping and voice acting, like the storyline for Killzone Mercenary, I used head head for that. See, not even that. Like, I can't think of a Nintendo Switch game that I did it with. I can't think of, uh, like, anything for handhelds ever. Um, uh, Unless I was, like, a kid and it warranted headphones because of where I was at. Like... I know you just really wanted like to hear that Pallet Town, yeah, like, dude. Boom, Emerald <laughs> Route One Eighteen, Slateport City theme. There are so many good theme songs in Emerald, but yeah, um, Slateports was awesome. Yeah, yeah, you're like, uh, chimes and bells and almost Christmassy sounding. But yeah, like I yeah, back to like what I was asking though is that like I I get to this weird point where it's almost like the genre is empty for me because it's I've I've either seen stuff that I've been recommended and I can't find anything else that would. It's almost like I need somebody's recommendation to watch it to get me motivated to watch it. Do you think it's because I would, I would imagine this, right? You of the movies, when you do watch movies, however that breaks into your pie chart, what genre is most predominant? Do you think it's horror or is, no, it, or is that not really no, the case? It's not. It has to be in moods for horror. Okay. So horror. do you just feel like you've watched, horror. 
Do you hard. feel like you've watched enough of the genre to where the things that are easy go-tos that most people would be like, oh, you should watch this, and you go, I haven't done that yet. You've already done that. So it's like now you're at the point where you need to get deeper recommendations from people Almost, yeah. that aren't like immediate throwouts of people like, well, okay, well, you're I like this Nightmare movie. Yeah. And I'm like, I've seen all of them, like, obviously. But like, that's what I, but I'm weird with recommendations too, because me and Annie, I can't tell you how many times we've been scrolling through something on Netflix, Amazon, or Hulu. And she's like, hey, let's watch that. That looks like a fun movie. I'm like, nah. But then it gets recommended to me by somebody on Reddit or something. They say it's a real good movie. I'm like, yeah, let's watch it. Because it's like, I know I know that they say. I won't take the chance until this random Reddit yeah. in the internet uh, user says well, that's that it's very, good. That's very rare that that happens. More so it's Corey. Corey will say that movie was actually pretty good. Or you might like that movie. Yeah. It almost gives me the the um, just the drive to see it or the motivation to see it. Because I'm like, maybe it will be good. But I have a real, I'm real picky when it comes to like streaming services and stuff like that. Well, I hardly ever participate in that genre because when I, I find that when I watch movies, it tends to be comedy. That's just, those are the ones that I feel like best serve my time. I would say comedy slash action would be the one. Because like horror. Yeah, I don't and, really watch action movies. See, because games feel that for me. Yeah, and that's why I say so horror. I, watch I normally get from games. Mostly, mostly animated. I, I don't usually watch movies. If I watch a movie. Or, or feature length, whatever you want to call it, it's a documentary. I do most time documentaries are on, like because well, I can listen to it slide, or watch it while I'm doing something. The same thing with podcasts or YouTube. That's mainly what I do. See, I'm very I much in Blaze's watch. camp, and it's funny. Most of the time, it's either a movie that Blaze and I either go see together, or that we plan to see together, and it just doesn't work out. But nine times out of ten, I think it's fair to say that when we're going to go to the theater, Blaze, it's normally to see something that's animated. Like I go to the theater a very select times throughout the year. Like I've been more to the theater in the past five months than I've been in the previous year before it. Oh, dude, I've been to the, the last. I can tell you right now, the last like three movies I saw was. Well, it's also summertime, so a lot of movies. Have... Yeah, but yeah, that's true. But I've I've seen Endgame. I saw Star Wars, Star Wars, and Infinity War. Like those are the last four Star movies. Wars. Yeah. So, so he's talking about throughout the last like five years. He's... No, no. Well, I'm just talking about like like the last like that's that's how long I've been to the movies in the last like four years. Was I went to go see Endgame? Before that was um, the second new Star Wars movie. I can't think. Of, I can't. Know. The I last was, Jedi. The last Jedi. And then before that would have been Infinity War. And then it would have been um, the Force Awakens. God, I really don't think I've been to the movies that much. See, since. But I'm not much more. Mine have been things like. Even thinking about the movies, times I've been, it's been like every How to Train Your Dragon movie. Anything that, uh, if I can really catch it, like uh, Spider-Verse, I saw multiple times. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why I'm a little unbalanced on my last six months of movie yeah, I'll watching. To, I'll go see the same movie two or three times in the theater, as opposed to seeing a bunch of movies. I kind of wanted to do that with Endgame, but then again, it was just kind of like, that's no, three hours. Yeah. I wouldn't watch Endgame again. Oh, I would. I'm going to buy it on Blu-ray. No. I, don't, I mean, definitely in theaters, but I don't think I'd watch it again at all, honestly. I think I'd be more inclined to watch Infinity. Actually, that's I did watch Infinity because Hannah was watching Into the Verse. Like Into the Spider Verse does this weird thing, like where it has to introduce multiple characters over the course of the film, and it's just like that would that's fun for the first time. That's gonna get old every time after. Hmm. Not worth it. I guess I watch so many. I watch How I Met oh. Your Mother and stuff so many times, and they introduce characters on that show all the time. That I guess I'm. It might be that that is a real problem. I'm just numb to it. It would just be repetitious for me. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'd, I'd have to like watch because I watched the, it three, three times minutes. in two weeks. Not a problem. Nah. Enjoyed it, but. Part of that has happened is that there was a real, like, I want to watch this on the theater three times because there's this, in the theater, and actually now that I have this TV, and I didn't at that point in time, it was a little more like, what are you going to do? Um, 
I probably won't get to watch it with this level of fidelity and deep blacks and stuff. So it's like the first time was purely watching the movie. The second time was watching the movie and kind of ogling at the animation. And then the third time was picking up entire Easter eggs. And then this again, ogling at the animation. Yeah. But and see what, like what I like about that is that it works well in other movies. It just doesn't work well for movies with me where they introduce people multiple times. Like that's one thing in movies that I can't, that instantly it makes me not want to watch them again is because it almost creates a pacing problem, right? For the people that have seen it before. It's like, well, now we're going to stop for two minutes on this current scene to introduce somebody that we already know of. And it's it's very rare that a movie does that once, let alone, or once into detail in terms of a story where somebody pops up and they give you a backstory of who they are, mm-hmm. let alone four times. Because you had... Well, they speed them up so quickly. And it's, there's a joke about the fact that they're doing that, right. right? Where even at the end of the movie, they go, let's do this one more time. And it does it. And it's a joke. It's like they, 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 they build on the fact that they realize it's a thing. I think part of it is because it's a comic book movie. And that's kind of just like the joke of comic book people. Comic like, books don't do that, I'm though. throwing in a new person, by the way. Well, I know. But it's the idea of a comic of where like... Uh, how do you translate to, into a film where it's like if you're reading a comic and you see a character and then you find out that this character has her own comic series. And if you like the character, then you go... I kind of want to read this other series where I can get to know about this character. So it's trying to take that idea and go to, and as far as when they introduce the characters, you notice it always introduce it with a comic book cover. Right. It's kind of like, like a, its own visual style. But even then, I guess my bigger thing, Blaze, I'm curious where you think about this too, because it may just be, again, something I, I'm numb because I watch so many things over again that I maybe built an immunity to myself to where it just, I almost, I essentially don't notice it because I've immersed myself in it too often. Uh, but even then, when you're coming to pacing, I don't think pacing should necessarily exist on whether you've seen it or not. I think, I think pacing. It broke the pacing up the first time I watched it. I think pacing has to just. Be, so that's that's a more fair argument. Right. I thought what you were getting at is that no, and actually just, you did say the sentence of it messes the pacing up for people who've watched it more than once. Well, it just it, it makes it even worse. So it exacerbates the problem sub, that you already think was. There. It's already oh. subpar pacing. The first time they do it was fine. The second time they do it, it's like this is annoying. The third time they do it, they're like okay, we don't need two minutes set aside for this guy when we're in the middle of a fight or whatever. Because um, I think Will isn't the last person they introduced, well, like um, the girl, the robotic fighter. Mm-hmm. Weren't they in the middle of a fight? No. It was actually right before a fight started. Right before a fight started. That's my bit of Actually, no. Thing. They did all three of those reveals back to back. Because what happens is you meet the new Spider-Man, then you meet Spider-Gwen, and then when they go in the cave and you meet the other three. You, the cave. They, the spider, whatever you want to yeah, call but, it, the den. Oh, okay. Yeah. So when I they go like, down, wait, they all three come down, H- and they Q. and it literally goes quickly. It goes thirty seconds to this person, thirty seconds to this person, thirty seconds to this person. It's done, and it never does it again until the very end of the movie where they make a joke because there's a reason. It's like the setup changed because they they set everything back in order. So that's like, what it was. Let's do this yeah. it one more time. Up. Yeah, it was it was when it popped and up. And it literally the said time, that line. Annoying. Yeah, yeah. And, so, I, and I didn't it, think it was annoying. Even if it's in fun jest, it's annoying. It's. And, that, and it's ironic because it's not bad, but it's just, that's what I'm saying is that it's subpar. Like, I don't like that kind of stuff. Like, it bothers me, but then when you go to rewatch it, it's even worse. Yeah, I could see uh, that. A good thing, or a good example for a movie I love that gets, and I've watched this movie hundreds of times, is uh, in Dumb and Dumber. The whole beginning sequence of that movie can just, it's just repetition. But, but it's, it's a comedy. That, that, I know. And it's also... That's, why, it's, I've, it's, that's it's, why I've been able to watch it a hundred times. Well, yeah. no, that, That's the difference between something like I was going to bring up when you were done talking about that. In Infinity War and Endgame, the reason I'm probably not going to get them on Blu-ray, they're more of a single theater experience. You're, you're experiencing that, the end of these different stories. It's, 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 it's not something you watch over and over. You know, it's not, I don't ever see myself maybe watch Endgame one more time just to catch anything I might have missed. Well, that's why I won't. But it's, 
It's and I enjoyed not it enough to a buy. Comedy it. you can watch over and over because it's not serious. You're not. I, it's, it's not, not an draining. experience. It's like a you can be cooking something, but I can't. They, yeah, they said it's not. That. It's not like you an know. emotionally draining thing. It's not. Well, you well, know, I don't no, think it's that. Is, I, those I games are those games. Those movies are almost entirely live and breathe realistically on their action. That's what most people view them for. Then the subplots that are there are just a good, fun thing for you to kind of tie into how this movie pulls into this. Maybe and all I'm weird. Yeah. Coming it's together. Like, it's I like use some... comedies for filler. I mean, I mean, not comedies, actions for filler. Like John Wick, I've, I've watched John Wick in the background while playing Destiny before. And I've watched that know, like three see, times. That's, I, I wouldn't do that. See, I think comedies I have legs and I think... And this is actually something like Forrest Gump, I think, is one of those things where because it bridges across things, oh, it works. makes me sit down and watch. See, but that's <laughs> but it's also funny. So it gets legs in multiple points, right? It's not really ever an action movie, which I think action's kind of fleeting, right? You see it once and then it loses its edge. It's kind of like a shock value comedy, right? I think, and, and everybody still has their own thing, but for me, Pineapple Express is a movie that's 90% shock value. There's still some actual humor in there that I find hilarious. I'm not a fan of that movie, though. Neither am I, because it's a movie that the first time you watch it, there's a lot of stuff that's just done for pure shock value, and then you're kind of like, whoa. But then it's the moment that I watched it again, I was like, it's kind of boring. Yeah. But I well, think that's, the, that's what I that's actually shock value, I guess, would be what I'm and that movie's got action. Dumber. So that's kind of what I mean there, too. Yeah, I guess. Uh, but see, like comedy should action. have legs where if it's truly funny, and see, and you can say if 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 whatever it is in Dumb and Dumber, you you perceive it's shock just like value. the whole uh, Harry and and Lloyd apartment mm-hmm. living thing, like when, like up until they leave to go set, to Colorado. I think it sets the movie up. Is why no, I, I don't mind it because up. if they don't have that scene, then how do you understand Same why they're going to act well, the way they it's do? It's the same thing as Spider Verse, right? Like where it's setting the characters up. Mm-hmm. It's just upon multiple repeats, which is what I'm talking about. It's just. I will I will skip through that except the bird sure, scene. But I think that you rewatching a movie multiple times to where that thing annoys you because you've seen it enough times is a fair point. I don't necessarily know that I agree that it was bad in the first viewing because I do. I never said it was. I guess I'm just miscon. I, I never I, said the first part of Dumb and Dumber was bad on the first. Oh movie. no no no! Spider Verse. I'm using Spider Verse. Oh, as, okay. as I thought you were talking about. Yeah, it was annoying. Said, see, and I didn't view that because to me, actually, one of the things I loved about the movie so much is that, that was everything a they did. Thing. It, a, it was well, tongue-in-cheek, but, but also... Tongue-in-cheek doesn't mean it's going to be good, despite it was, if it's bad. And it was only tongue-in-cheek on the last three. It was very quickly, and then that last one that they did, which was really just to be, let's do this one. And it was almost like a summarizing right, one, right? but tongue-in-cheek isn't an excuse. But the the other ones I viewed as the, the first two that they have realistically, because there's six people across the board, there's two that you do very early on, and that's the Gwen one and the normal Peter Parker one, right. I think are so important to setting up certain no, things no, about who he is sense. as characters. And those I actually genuinely wanted to learn about. Mm-hmm. And I think the yeah, other the three rest, were just, just to, again, and, and that's, that's why they, that's why so they were quicker. Yes. Right. They knew you wouldn't care. Yeah. Right. And that's the thing though, is that like, for me, that just was one of those things water. that bothered me. Um, oh, you're out of water. Yeah. Out of water. But yeah, it's just like upon subsequent, uh, subsequent viewings, there are things that like movies I love that do the same thing. Spider-Verse did. Cause mm-hmm. I like Spider-Verse a lot, but it's just one of those things that like, I won't, I won't mess with again. See, I need a lot of time between certain movies. And what I was getting at is like, I think certain horror movies just lose it for me because the value is only in the mystery of what you don't know about. Like, you don't understand it. Or again, oh, yeah. the grotesque bloodiness or something, which does have a value. Or the, and or out- the jump scares. You know, or, it's like, uh, oh, okay, this is coming out now. Yeah, or, yeah. The, or the plot twist or direction, like in Saw movies. Like, I will never watch. See, I need a lot of time between. So I, I'm ready to borrow them from you again. A, because I never finished it. And it's been so long since I've watched the other ones that I have vague memory. Actually, I remember Saw 1 and 2 very well. I remember three and four. Eh. Saw one and two. Yeah. 
but yeah, it, my phone autocorrected. I was trying to talk about the Saul movies on Twitter, and my phone was like, "You're Saul. talking about Saul. Yeah. I know you are." So, but um, but yeah, it, it's just it's one of those weird things that's like I would never watch The Ritual again unless I'm showing it to someone, and I would I would confidently say that The Ritual is one of my favorite horror movies. Is it kind of like what you talked about with uh, when we were on the porch after re- recording Triangle Square the other day and we were talking about Metal Gear Solid 4 and you said that watching someone scene. else playing yeah. the game is fun because you get to see their reaction. So would that exist for you for the ritual as well? Like it watching exist for me it? in any format. In any, if, if somebody's watching a movie, I'll watch it again with them to see their reaction. If it's a game, TV show, whatever it is. And it's heightened it because gives of me, that. It gives me that reason to... I'm you, not having to pay attention to the movie as much as I'm paying attention to the reaction. You feed off of their energy. Yeah. Oh, it, like, it ends up being good because well, you like can tell the they last thought it was of us good. came out, and I, I wanted to see people you know, see the front first scene. Yeah, the, that first yeah. opening. Yeah. And it's like you go to YouTube and type in like, like Chloe, react, not Chloe. Um, uh, that's Uncharted. Um, Sarah? Sarah. Uh, it's such a common name i couldn't remember but yeah i would actually i've looked up <laughs> such a basic white bitch <laughs> name she was probably drinking a, a pumpkin latte but yeah with with last of us 2 coming out i, I looked up two things one was uh, a reaction of somebody midway through the game and then one was sarah okay yeah the i way, feel you yeah b that old t t, t yeah i get t and b mixed up yeah. Bill, you know, Bill and Ted, Bill and Ted. No, yeah, I get what the basic na- alphabet. What was his up. name? No, you said Ted. What was his name? What are you talking about? The guy in the middle of the game, in the city, the high oh. school scene. Oh, we're talking about a different one. No, that is B. I thought you were talking. Okay, about, yeah, I thought you were talking about T. But okay, we're not yeah. going to that. We're spoiling. Yeah, no, not spoiling. spoiling. You just gave the, the location away. I mean, there's a city in the last and the beginning of the name. Now they're going to be like, wait a minute, we're in a city. There's a character with a B. He. There's like four characters the name of bees in cities. If you haven't played The Last of Us by now, then. Yeah, that game, you're about a decade. Not quite a decade, was it? Decade? Six years, I think. 2013. It came out the year that PlayStation 4 launched. Yeah, six years. I mean, we're in the sixth year. Yes. That's that's not even, I mean, barely over half a decade. Yeah, but still. Boy, past spoiler territory. I I wasn't arguing about that spoiled spoiler territory. I was arguing about the decade comment. Yes. Oh. Well, you Six know, that's, years that's, is not a always, decade. You always throw out like, oh, it's been like a decade. And you're like, no, you, you got to really. exaggerate. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, wait, well, that was a little hyperbole. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And especially like, oh, we did that yesterday, right? Like, yeah. Where we were talking about Metal Gear Solid or something. And, and I said something like, in 30 years. It, it does it this many times. And you're like, well, it doesn't do it that many times. I'm like, yeah, that was a little yeah. hyperbole. You know, it's like, but I guess you you jump to that because it's like, I'm trying to make my point, damn it. Oh, yeah, that's true. So I'm going to jump to this hyperbole it's where if you've like not a... played the game that's a decade old, because it sounds better than if you haven't played this game that's six years old. Yeah, I guess that's true. It's yeah, got, It's got more punch to it, it. Yeah, it might as well be a decade old at this point. <laughs> See, I don't agree with that, but I think that that's like a debate tactic of, well, you should have played. You, oh, I haven't played The Last of Us. Well, you should have. It's a decade old. Well, depending <laughs> on what the media is, right? Like, you got to give, like, spoiler time. I'd give movies a month. I don't know that I everybody... agree with that. Well, not everybody goes to the movies. Oh, I, I know. So, I think spoiler time has to be decades. I am fine talking about the story of Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure because it came out in the 80s. If you've not watched I it at say, this point. Hey, what was the deal, though? Okay. You couldn't talk about anything Avengers for, like, people act like it was sacred territory, but every, like, the minute Game of Thrones Oh, finished, yeah, dude, Game of Thrones Twitter was, being... was like... Well, I think... Well, they... see, that's the social media law, right? Everyone oh, no. on social media no, comes you, to an agreement. If you didn't watch it, you didn't care. Well, and they technically spoiled Infinity War. Like everyone has. 
Oh yeah, but that was all memes and cleverness. So I'll give him that. Yeah, that could... was more people trying to be trolls instead of people who were doing the Game of Thrones thing, where they were just literally going out, like, and not and even being putting like, spoiler oh, tags. I being can't like, believe so and so died on this. episode. See, I haven't that... watched it, so I'm just going to throw random names out. I can't believe that Jon Snow got his head bit off by a dragon. It's like, damn, you didn't put anything. How are you going to spoil the last episode like that? <laughs> Not the last episode, by the way. First of all, I literally don't know anything about the story. I will say that the fact that Jon Snow got the ending he did, I'm really pissed off about. But that's all I'm going to say about I that. Don't, I had a conversation with a co-worker. That's all I'm going to say about that. that. Yeah, it pissed me yeah, off. That's all I got. Let's come back to the Forrest Gump. Great movie. No. No, nah, Forrest Gump, overtalked, overhyped. No. Nope. Four out of ten. That's great. Greatest Next movie. thing I know, you're going to tell me that Castaway is a one out of ten. Castaway is, can I give it Castaway is not as good of a movie as Forrest Gump. Though. I actually agree with that. I actually disagree with that. The one thing I'll say about Castaway that I think is impressive is that it finds a way to be compelling despite essentially minimalistic dialogue That's what for makes 45 it so good. minutes. That's what makes it so How good. do you care about a movie that is, is essentially for all intents and purposes for the first half? It could just be a silent film, I love, and I think I'd enjoy it just as I much. I love every Tom Hanks movie I've ever seen. I will say Castaway I like a little bit more than Forrest Gump, and there's one reason for that. I've seen Castaway less. That's fair, actually. I know every single thing that's got into Forrest Gump. When Castaway, though, it's more it's it's one of those that's more tolling on you in a way. Because mm-hmm. Forrest Gump is tolling at the end on on you mentally, but it's more Castaway. Just like man, this is sad. Well, Castaway like, is- <laughs> doesn't really have a lot of comedy, right? There's no good resolution for anybody either. Dude, he that's- goes back and everybody's married, and it's just like why? Like this is sad. Yeah, this whole entire movie. It's realistic. It is. It, it is. It is very realistic. It's one of those things where I love, like, that's what we talk about sometimes when we're in Triangle Square talking about games of, I wish more games would be ballsy and just end on crazy crap and be like, that was the end? I like, like no, nobody know, had a happy ending I, at all. That's kind of how The Last of Us ended in a way, right? I, yeah, yeah. In a way, right? Part of it's that. Still got what he wanted. Well, and people, that's a that's a hot topic for debate, too, because some people say the ending was bad because of the what, you know, Joe no, being it, selfish. No, it's yeah, realistic. No, but it's though. realistic. No, it is. Yeah. I, I know. I, I know. I'm just saying, I'm not saying it's bad. I yeah. like the ending. I, I do think, wasn't there, was there an alternate ending to that where no. he left Ellie there? No. No. Well, God. If you haven't played, listen, if you haven't played The Last of Us yet and you're, and you're anticipating it for two, just don't be anywhere on the internet because it's going to get spoiled for you. <laughs> Back to the show. But yeah, it's, it's one of those, and I didn't say where Ellie was or why she was there. Just, why you know. she was there? Yeah, but see, the thing is, it's just knowing. The, hold on, but just knowing one no, thing no, no, when no. you get to that no, scene, no, you're, oh, you're doing more of the spoiler though, right now, because right. when somebody says of a contextual thing like, "Oh yeah, I can't wait for this to happen." Oh yeah, there's a plot twist. That's the more now, of the spoiler part. Well, no, you literally said what you the don't twist know, was. You said see, now you're forcing me to explain that you. Don't I don't know want if it. It's no, at no, the, let's just be quiet because you don't know if it's at the end. We're twenty minutes till the end. We're dick. We are dickish. Not assholes. Dickish. I mean, I'm, I would say a six-year-old game being spoiled is more in the dickish territory than asshole. Also, more importantly, where do we stand on the word, on the this suffix-ish? Can you put that on any word yeah. in, in your mind and it work? I like, think it's possible-ish. See, what's funny about like, pot, yeah. that's almost like a double negative. It so is. The possible already means that it could happen. Could, yeah. And then ish, ish is, is like, like, well, it's yeah. kind of like, you know. Ish in one, in one of my like, because, you know, it's always hyphen is. Kind of ish would be the ultimate. Like, that makes no sense. Because kind of already means. No, because like, I think it does fit on everything. Because ish for me is more, it's weird. Especially depending on the context you use it in. It's more of a. Uh, like that's that's the exact like uh, that's it, it's the equivalent of kinda it doesn't even well i mean that's the thing right is that like you could say kinda ish and i'm gonna picture you in my head saying kinda 
Like, and then it's like you're second guessing your conduct. Right, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, are we dickish? Are we nice? Are we assholes? D-A-B, dab? Did I ever? What are you pointing to? Oh, Lord. No, I'm no. not doing that. The last thing we <laughs> that need wasn't even is, on mic. I is, know, is gas yeah, being released. <laughs> it needed to be there. Have, did, Blaze, did I ever tell you? I know I told Saul, but I don't know if I ever told you that I wish. And it would be so dumb for us to all three be really great friends, but all be named Robert. Mm. Or Richard. I'm sorry, Richard, not Robert. Richard. Yeah, I'm, and, I'm just sad Saul, that Saul's name doesn't start with the B. Yeah, the BBB. You know, we'd all be that. But no. What it was, if we were all, and that would be just way too much dedication to something, but if we all changed our name to Richard, so that, I'm not changing my name. Or, I know, but so the show could be called this. Richard at best, <laughs> and it would be the same joke. Then, then your name would be the Charlie. PBCs. <laughs> so your name isn't Charlie, so does it matter? Are you even getting picked up on the mic over there, Mr. Stretch Armstrong? Yeah, see? Saul, I w- this is what I want you to do. I want you to go buy whatever chair that your ass desires. <laughs> it's actually the one with the the new three thousand model with the dildo insert. I just have to. <laughs> I just have to go to the chiropractor's. All it is. Have you seen? And I know Blaze has. Have you ever watched? I know you've watched at least a little bit of them. How many of the Explosum comics have you watched? The Cyanide. A and lot Happiness? of them. Have you oh, ever wait, watched? Yeah, they're yeah, they're short. There's videos. They, I, they I have watched a lot of those. Okay, I've there's. Read. Back in like 2009. Yeah. There's one. I, I've, man, I've done those for so many years now. Probably like 2006, seven. Who knows? Uh, but there's one where probably there's a that, guy back, back that long who goes to a, a chair place and he's sitting in a chair. He's, a chair. he's like, oh, that's comfortable. And then he gets another one. He goes, that's comfortable too. And then he sits in a rail and he goes, wait a minute. And it turns out that his ass is comfortable. So what he does is he goes through and sits on everything and has like a joke about it. He sits on toxic waste so he gets cancer and dies and he donates his butt. His his dying wish essentially is to have his butt sewn onto a chair and he delivers it to the furniture store from the beginning of the thing so that they can sell the most comfortable chair ever, which is a chair with, with his, his ass sewn onto it. It's golden. They have so many original like I love uh, them ideas. dearly. Bye bye Blaze. Oh. My boy needs to stop eating dairy. Oh, I'm sure you do. Sure. Sure you do. On, on the way to pee, it'd you, be crop can, dusting up a storm. You can never tell because dairy makes it quick anyways. Yeah, I guess, man. If if if, the, if you have a dairy intolerance or whatever it is. Or are you, are, is there, <laughs> I'm like, is I there sn- popcorn? <laughs> I sniffed it and I'm like, I know I'm not about to smell anything. Man, I'm so hungry, like right now. What you hungry for, Saul? Hit uh, us with it. Uh, you know what? It's going to sound weird. I'm going to sound like a plebeian, but it's McDonald's. That is weird. That is weird. I, okay, that's not completely fair. But what I want from McDonald's is literally only available in the morning. So I, every Friday, get, and I, we've talked about this a little bit. I don't know if I've ever talked about it on a podcast. You talked about it on the reader mail before. The, there we go. Chicken every biscuit. single Friday, I get a chicken McGriddle. If you haven't had it, I don't even know if it exists way, anywhere else. By the way, it won't exist here depending on where you go. You go to the one on 9th, right? Here's the thing. It's not a menu item anyway. It's not because the ones that uh, say line will not do it. Well, see, I just tell them what to do. No, they won't do that. Like, uh, I know why. Uh, and actually, this did come up recently. The one down on 9th Street made it, uh, made it a... It's not on menu, but they have a button for it on their computer. What happened is McDonald's stopped letting you sub. You used to be able to sub. So the right. way that you, I used round to do egg. it is it's not even that. You just say... Because you can add... You can just buy a the chicken round egg. A chicken and griddle with a round egg. 
So what you could say, you have to sub chicken on there because chicken McGriddle isn't a thing. Right. That's the problem. So what you do is you say, I want a McGriddle sub chicken or I want a chicken biscuit sub McGriddles. State they don't line, let you sub anymore. State line won't let you do that. Yeah. Like so I, I literally went, I, I go it was there. two months ago. No, no, like two weeks ago. And we went to, and I was like, uh, I want a McGriddle with chicken. And they're like, we don't put chicken on McGriddles. I was like, okay, can I get a McGriddle with, with chicken patty on the side with a round egg and they're like we can't do just chicken by itself and i was like i looked at the menu and i'm just like there has to be something on this menu they can cook right now with chicken in it you would have to do a chicken biscuit and order the chicken biscuit and then take the chicken yeah. off of the biscuit i would rather make them a gangbang than a big <laughs> a big okay, gangbang enlighten us are you serious i've never heard of that before no, no oh sorry. man okay here's what you do here I was thinking that you were clever and made up something original. I should have nah. known that you're pleb ass, nah. as you just said. There you go, stealing my words, call me pleb <laughs> uh, or unoriginal. But here's what you do, and this is this this stems from like this is how you perform the McGangbang. This is like <laughs> when I worked at Journeys, and you know I was getting like the McBukaki. I, I, I was getting like a hundred forty dollar paycheck. <laughs> McDingo party. And whoa, <laughs> but um, you actually like half. Uh, I think it's different for what the actual um, the Mick Cook. <laughs> the um, I think it's different no. for what's on the internet. But like what we well, glory hole. What we did here is <laughs> no, it's the exact same. So this is the McGangbang is a very popular, if not most popular, secret intimate McDonald's has to offer. By the absurd but gr- grotesque title, you can already tell it's a combination of sorts. And uh, <laughs> by well, the title, you can by the absurd yet grotesque. This is a little is different. gangbang considered grotesque language. This is a little bit different, but basically, what you do is you take, um, you order. Uh, How do you gangbang, Saul? Tell me. You order two double cheeseburgers and a hot spicy chicken, and then you literally take three. No, fingers? no, no. <laughs> you no. You take <laughs> four. What is it? Now that I've done, I've done, I've not done it in so long. You fist? Lord. Stop me. Stop. You got to stop me. <laughs> See, well, that's why I feel now. like there's elements of why this video, this would work better as a video it's podcast. Like, well, yeah, they're doing some grotesque things over here with their arms. But, um, okay. So like what you do is you take a double cheeseburger and you take a, it's a hot and spicy. And I think that you could technically do it with two double cheeseburgers if you like a lot of bread, but I don't. But you essentially just take them and mush them together. Like you open up the double cheeseburger well, where each side has cheese and, and meat and patty or mm-hmm. cheese meat bun. And then you like literally put the hot spicy on in the middle and you just close it. And that's a McGangbang. It, it's literally well, that, bread. That, that, that that's an elaborate. It's I a, mean, it, I've, I used to not mix them together, but I used to get like three hot and spicies, take all the bread off the sides, you know, and make it just oh, yeah. a but triple. This is, this yeah, like a that way you don't like, I have done get it. less carbs. For what you sound like, cause I, of course, I was a young kid who didn't care about carbs, uh, but what, I used, what that sounds like to me is essentially what I used to call the ghetto Big Mac. It's like you just get stuff and you just put it together and you just put a layer of bread in between each piece and just kind of go about it. Not to jump. But remember the eight, when the five-layer burrito was 89 cents? Oh, Glory days. That is a hat. Make the five layer burrito eight nine cents, cents again. again. Uh, Corey has given us a, oh, a that, great the, idea. The crawfish hat. You know what? We should make a shirt if nothing else. It'll be our first dickest at best shirt. <laughs> make the five layer eighty nine cents again. What? I here's remember. what I wonder. I was it only eighty nine cents in certain parts? Like was it eighty nine cents across the board? Was it eighty nine cents? Well, you can, there, like, has to be, just our, there has to be advertising stuff, right? So you have you advertise well, based off a of region. Well, it went to so it, it was eighty nine cents. And it went region. up to like a dollar nineteen. We're like, what the fuck? And then and it, it went, went back, back down because they got a lot of fight back on it, that. You know, you know, it went down. 
at least ours here. It sounds like the same conspiracy that we were talking about for the thing where I thought at the time, I thought they only raised the price so that people would get mad. They'd be able to say, we want it to be 89 cents again. And, and Taco well, Bell would say, we're no, listening hey, Taco to Bell's you. Taco Bell's the same worst thing about the introducing something delicious and then taking it away. At least McRib comes back around. The Sriracha big, um, the Sriracha five layer still hasn't come back around. You it's can, been once and yeah. you've never seen it you again. You can make the Sriracha five layer your own. Well, no shit, but if and, I'm going through fast food, I don't want to fuck with it. I want... No, no, like, you can order the same thing, the components they from They don't their, have the sauce. From their menu. What do you mean they don't have the sauce? There's it's a what special sauce. The sriracha sauce. Yes. Do they not have... No, they do not. That's the only thing they have. Because it's not just sriracha, sauce. first of all. It's the sriracha mix with well, the five like, layer sauce. Yeah, it's sriracha with, like, mild sauce, and I think Thousand Island dressing or something weird. It's creamy, right? Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> does, I swear they're... Um, uh, what, the... Potato burrito or whatever it's called has that in there. I'm almost certain it does because it tastes. Burrito. Yeah, it's 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 a uh, loaded potato. cheesy potato burrito. Yeah, it's no, loaded cheesy that, potato burrito. Nacho cheese. No, it is not. There's nothing. No, there's chipotle in that. Is that what it is? And it's not yeah, creamy. No, the, it's the, the same thing. The that's same in there. thing. Their quesadilla is exactly. Okay, no, they were talking about something else then. There's some potato. No, the I got sriracha from, sauce was a unique sauce they did. This tasted like sriracha sauce. Which now, is this I'm, might be what happened. They might have put it on. They might have had some for some odd reason and put it on there or put something that's close or maybe enough that you couldn't tell. Chipotle and put it on there instead. Yeah, because what I've had happen sometimes when you go to do, you, know, you just go to do, get something and they'll just mess up. I've been to uh, on the border here and I get a chimichanga with fajita chicken and shrimp in it and for some reason they put rajas in it which is not ever supposed to be in, that, what in their is menu that? that's rice isn't it no rajas is like onion and something oh, okay. mixed together and i can't even remember what it's actually for but i cut it open and then they came by and they're like literally that's never i was there for that been an option yeah, yeah so, it was me you and like and cody came by and was like i don't know why they put that on there exactly that's not on there. so that's that's the example though of sometimes food places just mess up yeah, and true. just put stuff on that. Like, okay, perfect example. While we're on the thing of Taco Bell, Hannah went through Taco Bell the other day and got one of their crunchy uh, nacho whatever burritos where it's got the Fritos and stuff mixed in. Oh, yeah, in. the crunchy Frito burrito. And it was literally just Fritos and sauce. And they just put it and wrapped it up. And she went back and I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and the guy, and she said that the guy who was in the kitchen said, like, look, looked and was like, what'd they do? And she's like, did you do this? He goes, I, I want me. And I was like, he probably did it. He yeah. probably like, shit, I forgot everything else. Dude, and that's kind of crazy because I hate sour cream. And I go through Taco Bell and I get everything that is easy to get that does not have sour cream in it. Like mm -hmm. something they because cannot Because if you tell them up, no sour cream, you're you, going to get sour cream. Guess what? And what's worse, you're going to halfway down that burrito and it's going to be a pocket of it. It's mm -hmm. not even, and they're going to bite into it and it's going to be With a little cream all up in your mouth. You know what I don't understand about that though? I make burritos at home all the time. And I have never once been able to figure out a way to put the ingredients on there to oh, where they are not evenly distributed oh, throughout the you, entire burrito. You just you take like so you have a rectangular part of meat, basically, right? Or like a rough okay, rectangle so shape. That's what I do. So you just do the bottom. Essentially, one I have this right you here. You just spread it. I have a tortilla, <laughs> and I do a circle of of uh, nacho cheese, or essentially the cheese, the testitos. That's why, because you're not you're doing a circle. And, and then I do they, they, a they circle just, of cheese on top of that, and then I do a line of beef. And then I do rice on top of that, sauce on top of that, right. and then more. Imagine, cheese. imagine on your line at either end, they're just you're just coating it with. And something. then you just roll it, and it means that throughout the entire thing, you have one bite. But these but are people how that don't care about their job. But it's like they literally the just same, squirt it all in one spot. And that's you go, what they That'll do. evenly distribute it throughout the burrito. They don't, no, it's just they don't. They don't care. Is all it is. Which is why I get a cheesy. Or that's maybe we do need told. fifteen dollars an hour so that they'll care enough. They still won't. To be honest, well, I mean, here's the thing: is that are you fulfilled and selling? I mean, that's just being honest. It's a legit cult gun. It is. Didn't you work at Taco Bell? No. no. You didn't? Okay. No. I've just seen them make it. You can watch them in their yeah, line when you're in there. Well, no, I, I just for some reason thought you worked at Taco Bell. Nope. 
We both worked at La Carrera. No, I know that. But yeah, like uh, that's why I'll get safe menu. The wagon. It's, by I'm, the way. I'm scared of like sour cream. The feminine. <laughs> I'm scared. It's, it's the feminine do wagon. You, do you see La a like? Do you go man. to a therapist and be like, I don't know what it is, now, but when I see sour sour cream, there's something about sour cream that makes me gag. And it's just it's it's one of those things. It's I, the menu. I get a quesadilla because those steak quesadillas don't have sour cream on them. I get the cheesy Frito burritos. Yeah, they, they don't, don't have do sour anything. cream on them. If anything, I they have like a getting... hot sauce thing in them, don't they? I love them. Yeah, yeah. I, but um, I, and I get the potato burritos because they don't have hot. They don't. They have tomatoes in those. I think. Yeah, um, I literally like fact check myself when I go through to see what I, has. What. I get what you mean a little bit, but it, so you said that it's that sour cream makes you gag, right? Dude, instantly. Okay, this is something that it's not that it makes me gag, but it's just something I did because of a one time situation. Anytime that Hannah makes spaghetti, she gets weird because she puts hers in a bowl and I put mine on a plate and spread it out evenly and I take my fork and I just do it in little parts. And she's like, why the hell do you do that? And it's because when I was like 11, maybe a little bit younger, I might have been nine, but it was somewhere in that, in that little window. How do you separate it? Go back. I just he, I put he it on a plate. It up with the fork. I put it on a plate and kind of evenly spread it across the plate and then I just chop up with a fork okay, all the way through. You. That's and what I thought you said. So, and she goes, why do you do that? And it's because when I was like nine through 11, somewhere in that pocket, my mom made spaghetti. I got food poisoning from somewhere, or, or I was just sick and had a stomach bug. I'm not sure, but I ended up throwing the spaghetti up. And, and it almost choked you. <laughs> no, what happened is, this is the problem with spaghetti, right? If Noodle. you're a dumb little kid and you don't chew enough and you just swallow a bunch of noodle, then what happens is, I didn't chew it enough, so when I was throwing it up, it was coming out in noodle strands. And you know how when you throw up and yep, you throw nose. up for long enough, you have that thing? It wasn't even my nose. It was uh, where when you throw up for long enough, you feel that need to have to gasp for a second so you can get some intake before you start to throw up some more? No. You've never had that? No. no. Maybe it was just because it was spaghetti. And I think I don't you throw just didn't chew often. food properly. And you were just <laughs> you know, it's probably true. But you were being suffocated by the food so what happened? It was just coming out though, and then I said, and I it got to the point where I was throwing up so much, and I ate so much spaghetti as part of it too, <laughs> that it was coming up. And then whenever I had to like gas to get some air to be able to keep throwing up, so that I wasn't going to pass out or whatever, is what it felt like. I ended up kind of going, <gasps> and it made noodle shoot right back down my throat, and it felt awful, and it made me throw the, up even more and even the harder. One, the one time that I can sympathize with that was that I, funnily enough, it was McDonald's. And it was like I didn't chew up my food well enough because it's like literally the burger was coming back up and stuck in my throat. Oh. Like I could not breathe. And I just had to like keep heaving. I did that with Subway. And I hate Subway. Here's the dumb thing. Again, I was young. Subway is good once a year. I was probably 10. <laughs> so it was somewhere in the same window. I might have been a little bit older. We were still in the house out in the country. Uh, we went to, my mom got a Subway. I was eating Subway. I did not chew it for shit. And when I went to go throw it back up, because I don't see, know what happened. Uh, he, he, you know, the, the trend. It's like I don't know what happened. I, I don't didn't chew it, and I threw it up. What? Not I ate a bunch. It. You see how I eat now? I still don't chew very well, and I never you throw eat up. Way too fast, dude. I don't know. I don't mean to. You just gotta keep it a conscious thing to slow down. It's better. Oh, for I've your tried digestive a health. lot of times, and it doesn't work. Trust me, with like with but my stomach issues, let, slow, and, slow and steady. Similar situation. It wasn't that it was getting stuck in my throat, but it was one of those things where. I'm a kid, I'm running, I had to throw up, and the first thing I saw when I went to the bathroom was the sink directly in front of the door, so I threw up in the sink, and our sink, it wouldn't go down because it was huge chunks of sandwich. Oh, my God. So my mom had to put gloves on. Dude, that reminded <laughs> you me. made your mom the, do that? The way you said... I was sick, man. The way you said, as a kid running, it, it, I had immense flashbacks of when I was 16 or whatever, and it was back when I was dating Brooke. And we were going to Hickory Street Church. Mm-hmm. It was a Sunday night. You might have been there um, where it was a scavenger hunt. Were you there for that? Uh, I don't 
Well, they had chili cheese dogs. <laughs> and they had a lot of chili cheese dogs and stuff. And it had, they gave us a map and they were like, go to this map and you're going to find hidden things. The team with the most wins something or another. They and, win another chili cheese dog. Well, like we, we had the map and we had, uh, it had Walmart on there. And then to the right of Walmart was a tree with an egg in it. And we were like, okay, this is weird. And we realized that tree was in Brooke's house. It was in her, her yard. I mean, because she would live to the right of Arkansas side Walmart. So we get there, and there's a tree in her yard. And I've had, like, three chili cheese dogs in me at this point, maybe four. And I'm the only guy there that can climb that tree. So, like, I literally, it's not a big, it's not a <laughs> So you're physically exerting yourself? It's, yeah, it's not a. chili cheese dogs? It's and, not, and this was a good, what? Ten years ago? <laughs> that chubby longer, salt? 12 years oh, ago. Oh, back to the decade thing? Chubby no, this, salt was, for, this was sophomore year. Yeah, or chubby salt year, phase. Sophomore. Whatever it was. So, when you were dating, that was uh, 2009 for me. So 10 years. Yeah. 2009 for you? How was it 2009 for you and not me? My point is that was 2009 <laughs> because I remember that I was a freshman at the point. Or not a freshman, a 10th grader at the point. Okay, you, you were, you're speaking in time I riddles. But, yes, um, <laughs> speaking in time anyways, riddles. How, wait, how uh, were you a freshman in 2009? I mean, I no, should have. No, no, I was a 10th grader. That's what I said. I, I was a 10th grader when me and him had Spanish class Back together. onto the story. Back on. No, you were a freshman. Was no, it? Yeah, then that would have been 2008. Yeah. Yeah, you couldn't. So yeah. it would have been 2008. No, yes, it would have been 2008. Okay, whatever it was. Anyways, back to the story. Go ahead. Because I'm mm. getting thrown off here. But anyways, we climbed the tree, and I had the little. Did Easter, you get thrown off the tree? I got no. I had a little Easter you egg. Throw up off the tree. And the Easter egg. <laughs> the Easter egg had a little sliver of note in there, and it said, uh, "Walmart customer service by 7 p.m." And we were like, "Okay, somebody's holding us something." The next part of this uh, scavenger hunt, and we we're literally right across the street from Walmart. We have just run across the street. The Walmart. This sounds dangerous. What? No, it was. Um, <laughs> you got to risk falling off that tree for Jesus. We did. I didn't risk. I didn't risk falling off of anything. I was on the floor at this point. We looked at it. and It was like six fifty one. Yeah, but you climbed up that tree to get that egg. I guess so. Yeah. But anyway, so it's six fifty one, and I have to literally run across uh, county and then across the parking lot, and then we have to go inside customer service, and we have to do that within nine minutes. I got to about the front door. Because you were running? Yeah, to the grocery side. Chubby Saul running. Uh, full chili dog. It wasn't Chubby Saul at that yeah, point. Yeah, Saul wasn't Chubby at that but, point. Uh, it, yeah, this <laughs> that was, was afterwards because I was like, so depressed about throwing up the chili That dogs. was like 15 years, 15 years ago is when I was chubby. I lost the, the weight the freshman year of high school. But um, but yeah, anyways, so we get, I get to the front doors like the grocery aisle or the grocery uh, entrance way. And you know, like Walmart has those glass panes that you can see into. Yeah. I just stopped. <laughs> I just looked at that glass pane, and just projectile vomit <laughs> everywhere. And it was like it was so much. And it wasn't because of like food poisoning. It's because I ate four chili cheese dogs and then climbed a tree and, then and ran. ran around in the middle of summer. And it was like 110 degrees outside, and there was so much vomit. I just I I really don't know how how I puked that much, but there. Literally, you ate that much. that's one of the only times I've thrown up in public, and I and I did not care. I was just like, I'm throwing up. I don't care if everybody's looking at me. I got to get this out. <laughs> it's like, do you remember the milk challenge of who can drink a gallon of milk? That was always quickest? that was always a prank. That almost always ended that in was somebody. Never, that, was, that was never a real challenge. That was always. A oh, prank. I know, but it doesn't matter. Most challenges are pranks. It's to see if you can get somebody to to try and True. eat seven crackers. In 30 seconds or whatever the hell it was, or yeah. put a spoonful of cinnamon, cinnamon in their mouth. Because, of course, most people's bravado is going to be like, I'm going to do this on camera because I can do it. And then the moment they do that, they shake it in their mouth and go and choke on cinnamon. The fact that I've Hold watched. Hold on, though. Didn't you tell me? 
I want to make sure I didn't hear something wrong the other day when we were playing no, Destiny. Yeah, I was just about to say, I watched Jesse Darby Tillis do the cinnamon challenge with not a tea or a tablespoon. He did it with a soup spoon. Oh, and Lord. He just put it, he, did, he, he took it like a champ. He mm. literally just ate that entire spoon of, of cinnamon and like swallowed it and it was done. And we were sitting there like, hey, Jesse, how'd you do that? We couldn't even do a tablespoon or a teaspoon, whatever it was. You know what the goal probably is? The way to probably get around. I thought it's, about it. It's pre-moistioning. Dude, just, nope, nope. get a ton of saliva built up in the, in the I, bottom of nope, your mouth. That's what I did. And, and it just, just sucks that away. It just, it literally becomes like. No, of course, but if you can get enough, then it gets to a point where you can swallow it I, almost I, like a paste. No, I tried to have a mouthful of saliva when I did it. And it just did not work. <laughs> <laughs> it did not work. Yeah, I see. I remember how old were you when you when y'all did this? Was because was that around the time that it was big? Because we were a freshman year, me and Devin and Christian and everybody no, I was like were doing 22. it. Twenty two. Oh lord, y'all did it way later. Did the cinnamon challenge come back around? Yeah, that was when everybody else was doing it, but I was not like. Did you ever see the Popeyes <laughs> biscuit challenge? Yeah, Joe and uh, or not Joe, Jesse and Chris did that one. That's ugh. we used to go to Popeyes a lot. Mm. That's I think you were there that night. I was telling you the story of like. Yeah, it was because it was Evan spilling the beans. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. We, we literally got like. A th- There's a better story involved with that, <laughs> but I'm going to keep it off of air for yeah, once. Yeah, I am too. But yeah, like we literally got like a, like a $40. I accidentally this paid, is why you need to play Destiny with us. Yeah. I accidentally paid 40 bucks for like a family uh, family dinner at Popeye's. I thought they said 13. No, I thought they said 13 and they said 33. And I get up there. <laughs> I get up there. I hand them my card. And then they come back and like they're like, here's one big bag, here's another big bag, and here's one small bag, and here's three drinks. And it's me and Joe, and we're like, uh, I think we got the wrong order. And they're like, no, no, you didn't. You're the only one that you're the only one been drive through for ten minutes. I'm like, okay, thank you. Thinking like I got away with all this free food looked for thirteen dollars. We looked at the receipt when we got back. Nope, got charged full thirty three dollars, and it was like literally bamboozled a, again. It was like a family box full of. Fries, coleslaw, and I hate coleslaw, mashed potatoes, and like a full chicken, basically. Two full chickens. It was a lot. Were you young enough at that point to be doing the thing where like, like everybody hates something, so you'd be like, we're going to make a bet around it. Like One of my go-to examples of that, when I was in the 7th or 8th grade, I took a rice kishpi tree and took the... Uh, you know the school spinach that's always like the wet prepared spinach that's awful? And I put it in there and sandwiched together and ate it for like $10 because I was a broke boy. You're making sushi. <laughs> Sweet sugary. Wait, you just said that you did that because you're a broke boy. <laughs> I was broke, young man. Yeah, I was in the, I was in eighth grade. That snack line, and I was like, dude, I would right, kill. But, but where's the spinach come from? This was at school, free lunch. But I ate a ton. Oh, I was gonna boy. say, what you, like, was it free lunch at North Heights? Like, it was a full like dinner. Or like it lunch. was a, it was a burger, fries, and then uh, depending on what you got that day, this wasn't my spinach. You to probably be fair. ended up getting this like was somebody else's that did and, something. Like, chicken nuggets. I always got the burger and the fries because there was a burger line. They let y'all pick it on fights. Mm-hmm. They did. It. Well, well, screw they, y'all. They did it at uh, Arkansas High as well. They did Arkansas High for me, but in <clears> fights it was like you get somebody the hot else meal, got something that had the spinach, and then they went and bought a couple of Rice Krispies, and they had one and. Of course, somebody said something about spinach. I was like, spinach is disgusting, and I don't want that. And they're like, I, I was like, if I put it in this Rice Krispie and give you $10, will you eat it? And I was like, I sure will. <laughs> and, of course, after that, it was disgusting, too. I'm trying to think if What's I... What's weird? I don't mind spinach. I eat it in salads these days, and I'd be like, hey, you know what? This is not bad. Why is that wet, when you wet, make it wet? wet? spinach is gross. Yeah. Canned like, spinach. It's been in that. a can, and it's got that... Leafy spinach is good. Like, Because yeah. leafy spinach, to me, doesn't have... Well, a... baby spinach, I guess, well, yeah. is the difference, right? But it... What's the... Is it real big spinach? What is that? I don't... Is that what they make? The, why are you asking me? 
because you've got a wife who loves all the the fruits, and you have a garden, and you have a you have a mandingo zucchini. Oh my god! Oh my god! No, did dude, you see so, it? Check out the zucchini. Did you see it? I did. Okay, it's, it it's important. The fact that you called it a mandingo zucchini. Oh, I'm sorry, a Mick mandingo. Yeah, Mick. Oh, would it be a Mick dingo? That's what it'd be. Yeah. We'll just. Oh yeah, I saw it. That's just on a paint cup though. Why did you make that? <laughs> why did you? What you I guess like why did the Earth make that? <laughs> like, what, like why did you make that? Did yeah, you look like, at the garden no, dude, and go, "You will be surprised"? Yeah. yeah, I was just looking around and I went. I never talk to myself. Hate... Like anytime around myself, no matter how surprised I am, I don't make noise. I just kind of. I keep and it I all. I saw my that. Head. I went the fuck. <laughs> like, Man, uh, I woke up and saw on my phone like, as just in the preview line. The it just said, it. "Look the what girth. the fuck I just found the in girth, my garden." The girth is about. Like five inches in diameter. Dude, shit, I'm done. This bit, it looks like a goddamn club. Well, um, is a zucchini squash the same thing? <laughs> no. I mean, a zucchini is a squash. Okay. Well, that's what I mean. Like, oh, I, I've had yes. fried or whatever. How do you, how are you prepare those two? And like, they taste and look, the, you, they you, smell the same. They are real. They, yeah, most yeah. people grill zucchini. You can do grill squash. Boiled yellow squash. Zucchini. Or, I guess, boiled or, or oven fried or oven baked. It's nasty. I hate I hate squash and zucchini. No, zucchini's good. Grilled. Zucchini and squash are the same thing. Zucchini is Italian word for the fruit. The French call it a courgette. In the U.S. and Canada, we refer to most cucurbita pipo, what the hell, as squash, I am... which I believe comes from a Native American word. So all zucchini are squash, but not all squash are zucchinis. Because mm. there's yellow squash and there's zucchinis, which are obviously green. Oh, man. And that might change depending grow, on where you're at. Right? They grow flowers on them. Yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. Actually, that's pretty. Well, it's like, uh, what was it I talked about? Cashews grow on the top of like an apple fruit, oh, or they, the bottom they, they of they an apple. The, fruit? Yeah, the root of an apple fruit. It's weird. It, yeah, it's I, not an apple, but it's something that looks like right. an apple. A, a cashew is not a legume. It's yeah. a, it's a fruit. Yeah, a legume. Or it's actually a legume. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> a legume. It's not a beach. And... <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, it's 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 either classified as a seed or a fruit. It's not classified as a legume. Yeah, I don't know. Or a nut. But it's weird that it has all the typical properties of a nut. <laughs> it's a seed. It's a fruit. It's a seed. I don't know. All right. Well, all right, well, all right guys. No, Thank you no. all for, for joining <laughs> us. For the Why does every podcast end with nope, nope for the from se- Blaze? For the second episode of uh, Dickish at Best, a.k.a. Dab. Um, what? The? Yeah. <laughs> Have you been saving that? I had to give it for. I had to give it to Richard. Uh, but I just had an aneurysm. We hope you guys like it. Uh, if you do, please show us some support. Get in the comments and talk to us, and get our Discord as well. Uh, we do have a new Twitter for Dickish at Best as well. It will be yeah. up probably by the time this is yeah. going. It's under review. Yeah, <laughs> not for content. Thankfully, it gets a lot, so. But anyways, thank you guys, and we'll see you all next time in two weeks. One more thing is if you want to back the show or do anything to help support us and what we're doing, you can do so by going to our Patreon, which is down in the description below. I'll put that there, and it will also just, if you want to go to patreon.com slash nartech, you can do so. But until next time. We're going to bust the nut. <laughs> we're going to bust the nut. I hope that picked up for you. All right. Thanks to our patrons, Chad V, Dan Barber, Josh Jarrell. Matthew Green, my name is Dan, Douglas Below, Sean Samarud, Eric McAllister, Matt Sycamore, Chadowitz, Stephen Salazar, The Stoners, Travis Below, Eduardo Palomino, Stephen Swanlin, Corey Live, Philip Laguerre, Corey Hickerson, Brian, Donovan Williams, William Digital Spooker, Derek Porter, Josh Ayers, and Thomas McKinnon. Thank you.